Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Double FM Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm J.R. Miserec. And today we are joined by Jack Dealey from Cal Water Polo. Jack, man, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, as a water polo player, this doesn't happen all the time, so it's kind of cool. And I'm excited to uh, talk to you guys about my story. Yeah, that's definitely one of the things that made you super interesting. I mean, obviously, we'll get into some stuff that go along with your story, but You'd be our first water polo player. That's one that I've always wanted to check off the list. You know, have a lot of respect for you guys because I've tried to swim in that water like you guys do. And it is uh, definitely not the easiest of tasks, especially with all <laughs> those people around. So I got a lot of respect for you guys. I'm happy to have you on. Um, Going to start off with the beginning of your water polo career. When did you first get into the sport? Uh, so I got into water polo uh, right in the middle of eighth grade, uh, I used to play football and rugby, but, um, my, I was having chronic migraines and my doctor basically said, you know, you can't play football or rugby anymore. And a bunch of my buddies, uh, had played water polo for a long time, but I didn't know how to swim at all. And, um, I was a good athlete, but I didn't know what I was really in for. So I just kind of showed up to a practice in eighth grade and, uh, just started keep kept going. I actually started out as a goalie. And then as I got better at swimming, uh, and I, they realized I could throw a ball pretty good. Uh, and I just learned how to play a little bit. They moved me to an attacker or actually I was a center, like a whole set, um, just like in basketball. And then, yeah, I just, it kind of took off from there. I got into high school. I made the varsity team as a freshman, um, and just kind of progressed from there until now I'm at Cal. Yeah, so what does an average day of training look like for you for water polo? Oh, well, at Cal, uh, right now at the moment, we, we're a semester, so we're still not back on campus training at all. Um, and spring is obviously our off season, so it's a little bit different. But in uh, preseason and during season, during season, it's Monday, Tuesday. <clears throat> we're in the pool 6.30 a.m. to 8 a.m., just Tuesday, Thursday, and then we're in the weight room three to four and then in the pool from like four to six 30. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're basically in the pool from like three to six 30. And that's during the season. And then, uh, during the preseason, like in August in the summer, it's pretty much like nine to noon. And then you're going like four to six, six 30 during double days. So it's, it's like, it's pretty demanding, but I will say, it's not as time consuming as football or basketball where those guys are in, you know, deep film study for hours and hours. We're not necessarily like that, but we spend a, a ton of hours, you know, in the pool working. Um, you know, we said you're at Cal. What eventually, you know, made you choose to go to Cal to play water polo? Uh, well, I, I didn't really realize that I was going to, uh, be good until like my junior year because I started so late so my junior year I really kind of started to excel and um, I realized I was going to kind of have some options as to where I wanted to go to school and so it was kind of down to uh, Santa Barbara um, UC Davis and Cal and it wasn't really other the top four schools just because I didn't think that's what I wanted but I would be interested you know, and staying locally. But um, 
I didn't actually decide until October of my senior year. I took a visit to Cal and I committed at my exit meeting, you know, coach took me to breakfast and I just sat down and I was like, yo, I want to come here. Um, we can work out the money from here, but I want to let you know, I want to play for you just because the, the, the culture was just like, it wasn't comparable to other programs that I had visited with. So, um, yeah, that's how I ended up at Cal. And then kind of my senior year, things really took off for me in terms of my um, abilities. So it all worked out, ended up, ending up at a top four school and my abilities kind of matching up to that. Yeah, so starting so late, how was that recruiting process your junior and senior year? Yeah, that's actually a interesting question. Like, I didn't really start getting so all the other top guys in my class you know that are my high school graduating class of 2018 um all those guys were pretty much committing like their sophomore years um and i wasn't really getting any legitimate opportunities at like a big good program until my junior year so that's why that's what took me so long but yeah that definitely changed my process just because um one, I wasn't a very good swimmer, um, which is obviously important. So it took me a while for my swimming to kind of catch up to my like pure athletic ability. Um, so I think that's kind of how it affected my recruiting process. But ultimately, it all worked out um, ending up at Cal. And I just love Cal. Um, you know, you came there your freshman year. Uh, I'd say you had a quick progression there because you came in. You had an immediate impact, um, scored some goals. What was that like to come in as a freshman and have that big of an impact on the team? Uh, it was my freshman year, man. It's really it was tough being because uh, you know before you're a main kind of contributor, you're asked to kind of produce on the spot. You know, like give the team a minute and thirty seconds, two minutes at the end of this quarter you know, close out this special plays. So it's harder to kind of get in the flow of the game. So my freshman year was tough, but I was kind of able to um, just kind of fit in my role as like a kind of a niche player. Um, I had good passing skills and I could shoot. So um, I would be like a facilitator on some, some plays and just be in, come in and um, try and give some like instant offense. But it was cool being able to contribute my freshman year. But honestly, I felt like I could have played better my freshman year. Um, so yeah, that was, that was an interesting year for sure. So in your junior year, you were named second team All-American. How did that feel to be able to have that? Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, you know, my junior year, it was weird because we actually played in the spring. Uh, our fall was canceled because of COVID. So we didn't practice for like nine months. And then we had a three week training camp in January. And then we started just our season that spring season. So like, I really wasn't in shape until halfway through the year. Um, as well as like the other teams, like we were, weren't at some like crazy disadvantage, but um, that was really cool. Just cause when you you grow up, you kind of idolize people that make the all American list or are on the, at the top level of whatever level that they compete at. So it was really cool. What's it like getting the chance to play not only with some great teammates at Cal, but against some, you know, other great athletes at, you know, USC, 
UCLA, Stanford, all those, you know, good California teams. What's it like to be able to play with and alongside and against all those good athletes? It's a, it's, it makes you a lot better. Um, It's the water polo community kind of all on the West coast. You all, you kind of compete. The top guys are always kind of competing against each other at these different tournaments, um, playing for different clubs and whatnot. So the same guys that, you know, I competed against at Stanford, USC, and UCLA, as well as numerous other schools. Um, I've played against those guys since high school. I've played with some of those guys, you know, in high school and uh, with national team stuff. And uh, so it's it's definitely weird when you get in, a, you know, a high-pressure situation and you're guarding, you know, a guy that you used to play with. So – it's cool. It makes you a lot better. Yeah, so definitely. Um, so take me through the um, the close 12-10 overtime win against Stanford, you know, this season. What was that game like and that whole experience? Stanford game was electric because um, I don't know if you guys are like, obviously we're on the West Coast. Stanford versus Cal is like a huge rivalry. So there's a big trophy that goes with it. Um And it's just an absolutely packed house. There's probably like 1,200, 1,300 people at the pool. It's You can barely hear your teammates. It's just a really fun atmosphere. So to have that game go to overtime uh, was crazy. We're down the entire game. And uh, my my roommate, Garrett Dunn, who just like came up clutch in so many big moments throughout the year, just hit uh, a shot to set it to overtime. And we were like, well, six minutes here at home. Let's give it a go. And we ended up uh, – I scored a goal right into over the first overtime period, and then my teammate Max, who's a freshman, total stud, scored the uh, insurance goal. That was a really fun game, though. I'll, I won't forget that game. Another one that I'm sure you won't forget, uh, the national championship winning game. You guys clinched a national championship. What does it feel like to say, you know, you're a national champion winning water polo player? You know, it's – it's pretty cool. Uh, I like a big reason to come, you know, put in all the hours that we do, you know, there's not like a, I'm not going to go play pro water polo and make a ton of money. Um, so that's kind of the pinnacle of our sport and community. So it's really cool um, to a have the opportunity to play for it and b come out on top. Um, it was so that's, it was really cool and I won't forget it you know my parents were on deck my girlfriend was there a bunch of friends flew down all the red shirt guys flew down because it was at UCLA um and it was cool it was really cool to beat UCLA in the semifinal the night before at their home pool um I won't that game almost to me is more memorable than the national championship game the national championship game is kind of kind of a blur but the semifinal that was the most tired I've ever been in the game. That was the most mentally demanding game. That was that was pretty epic. That whole that whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. So, at what point in the season was there like a specific moment where you guys realized that you actually had a, a really good shot at winning the national championship this year? Yeah, I'd say so. We we had a really bad loss in I want to say early October, late September uh, to Pepperdine. We lost at Pepperdine. Um, and we had only lost to USC to that point. So we were like, whatever, like 10 and one, 
and we lost to Pepperdine. And the following weekend, we were playing our first conference game. And it was at USC. It was going to be a big, a big crowd, whatever. Um, very high competitive game, high stakes. And so we won that game at USC right after losing to Pepperdine. And um, that at that moment, we were like, because we knew NC, the NCAA tournament was going to be at UCLA. So we were like, we're gonna, if we were going to do it, it was going to have to be on the road. And I think winning that game at USC um, just kind of gave everyone, you know, confidence, like, yo, we can do this. You know, that was a high stakes game on the road and we won it um, with defense because we have so many good players on offense. It's always been about defense. Um, so, yeah, I would say if I could pick one moment, it was then throughout the regular season. You know, you, you said a little bit, you're not going to go play, you know, professional water polo, make a bunch, a bunch of money. You know, do you plan to play water polo somewhere after college or you plan to go into the, where are you planning yeah, to go? Kind of, uh, that's kind of the decision I have to make now. Um, the Olympics, kind of the pinnacle, the pinnacle of our sport with the exception of the Olympics is a national championship, but obviously going to the Olympics is, in a one in a million opportunity. Um, so if I were to choose to, you know, try and make the Olympic team in 2024, right after I graduate next December, because I'm going to fulfill my eligibility um, throughout next fall, um, I would go and I would sign with a pro team in Europe and I would train there for, you know, two years and come back and try and make the Olympic team. So that's a decision I, you know, I kind of got to make pretty soon, you know, regarding my just mentality and approaching water polo. Yeah. So what do you, what are you studying in college and, you know, after college, what do you plan to do with whatever you're studying? Uh, so I'm a political economy major. Um, and, you know, I haven't, I don't know what I want to get into. Um, I'm super interested in commercial real estate. Um, I could also see myself just kind of um, in a sales position here in the Bay area and, you know, try and hustle and, and make it in the world. But that depends if I, you know, choose to go play pro in Europe or not. So might be put on hold, but we'll see. Who are some of your role models, whether it's just in life or, you know, in the sport of water polo that you look up to? Uh, I'd say that in, in life, I obviously, I look up to my dad. Um, he's a pretty big role model for me. Um, Athletically, uh, one of my mentors has been this guy named David Leibowitz. He's one of my best friend's dads. He's the one that got me into water polo. He played rugby at Cal. Um, kind of we call on the West Coast here in the Bay Area, you know, Cal guys that went to Cal. It's a cool community. And um, he actually got my brother plays rugby at Cal too. And um, David was the one that got him into rugby, you know, back in middle school or whatever. So David's just done a lot for me and my family and someone I look up to a lot. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, obviously, water polo takes up a big chunk of your time. But if you have any free time, like, you know, what hobbies do you have or just some things you like to do for fun? Uh, I love to build things. Um, one of the best gifts I've got in the past couple of years, my dad got me this uh, – full kind of mobile tool set with my sawzall and my screw gun. Um, I got a whole, whole nice set. So I like to build things um, like living room tables and whatnot. I built um, 
some friends of mine, a bunch of big redwood planter boxes. Uh, my family uh, actually owns some property in Northern California. Um, and I like to go up there and help out, work on the tractors, whatever. Um, yeah, those are some of my hobbies. I like to play basketball for sure. Watch football. Watch football, obviously. You know, do you the NFL playoffs? Do you have a favorite team? Yeah, I'm a huge gonna... Raider fan, even though they moved, but I'm a big Raider fan. So uh we're going to Cincinnati to get it done. All right, <laughs> all right. What about yourself? Are they gonna are they gonna win the Super Bowl? Uh I mean there's probably a half percent chance, but uh you know, some injuries go our way. We'll see. You know, never say never. Hey, it's, been way, it's been one of those seasons for the Raiders. You never know. You never know. Are you guys? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a Cardinals fan. What? And, you know, I, I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm very grateful for the Raiders organization for getting us in the playoffs. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys. The Colts. <laughs> The Colts, the Colts sold, and then the Chargers sold too. And uh, and the Ravens just choked it. Big Ben on the yeah. hobbling around the, the football field. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any advice that you would give to you know a high school player, someone looking to make that move to the Division One, you know, ranks of water polo? Uh, I'd say for like you know, middle school, freshman aged athletes. Um, I would say just keep playing like a bunch of different sports. Like don't feel like you have to pick a sport. Um, I think that burns people out. You know, a lot of the best kids, my freshman year, eighth grade year, um, the kids that were the best on my club teams in those years, I wasn't the best at all. Um, a lot of those guys aren't, they don't play the sport anymore. They got burnt out on the sport. They just, you know, it's not for them. So I'd say don't pick a lane, you know, too, or too early. And um, when, you know, you think you have a lane to pick, um, just, you know, all the, you know, cliche things you hear, just work hard, have a good attitude about it. Um, yeah. All right. Now we're going to move into a quick little segment that we're starting to add to a bunch of our interviews question that doesn't even have anything to do with sports but just you know fun little get to hear your opinion we're gonna go with you know the classic three genies or three wishes from a genie question but i want to know is it okay to ask a genie for infinite wishes or is that off limits um yeah you should you should be able to ask a genie for infinite wishes you know, if they're going to, like, rob you anyway by, like, going to a genie, you might as well just try and get your money's worth. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, that's really all I've got for you. Um, once again, I appreciate you taking some time out of your day, coming on the podcast, and uh, no getting to tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. Of course. Yeah, Ethan, of course. you want to hit us with that outro? Sure. Silver so up, left Sports. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm J.R. Mizrak. And we are signing off.